They've already rated and reviewed Mr. <laughs> being Mr. Boo. <laughs> They've rated it zero stars. Mm. No, that's the All right. All right. All right. Jim Davis is my name. All right. Well, folks, you're listening mm-hmm. to Being Jim Davis, the official podcast of Antarctic Restation Out. Wait, what? Oh, sorry, the tab's not loaded. Oh, now it's gone. All right, no tagline for this episode. My name what? is Jonathan no! Gibson, and I'm Jim Ju- Davis. So, sorry, that's it. There's no, there's no, it says right <laughs> here, there's no is, tagline for this episode. My name is Christopher Winter. For the first time in the history of the world... An episode of Being Jim Davis will have no tagline. If you're listening for the first time and you're like, what's even with this podcast? It doesn't have a tagline. I don't listen to podcasts without a tagline. Please listen to any other episode before judging us too harshly. I'm Ryan well, Pfeiffer and I'm also here. <laughs> I mean, that, that you're, kind of sh- you're kind of shooting this episode in the foot. What, what if it turns out to be really good? Hmm. Well, uh, it doesn't have a just tagline. that aspect. Don't judge on that aspect. It doesn't have a tagline. And now, a series of alternate taglines. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, former President James A. Garfield. You can't push the piano through the bathroom door. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I'm still sick. Anyway. Uh, it's Tuesday. It's February 7, 1984. Today we're reading the 2060th ever Garfield strip. What happens in today's Garfield? Right. Uh, uh, in today's Garfield... Oh, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm re- rearranging your spreadsheet by accident. Um, I, th- I, like, we, I thought you were writing a summary of RoboCop <laughs> as you were podcasting. <laughs> I was doing oh, that. Oh, yeah, I we're going to get a live summary Yeah, no, I see that it, it arrived <laughs> while we were recording yesterday's episode. Uh, in, today's, in, today's, <laughs> in today's strip, Garfield finds a good hiding spot. All right, so John Arbuckle is sitting in his favorite chair. Which chair is this? I'd say it's his snide condescension chair. It's his expression chair. Um, That's it being Mr. Boop reference. It's not really an expression. Gotta listen to that show. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of there's lots of we have our we have our whole our own whole like slang. We had to make like we had to make a guide for the slang so we would remember what meant what. It is like your own mythology. Sprinkle some more in here. (laughs) You need yeah for the teaser. Wait, I don't think there's no no other nothing else would come up in this episode. Well, you know, don't you don't know where else. it's going to go. It could, yeah. Anyway, well, there's nothing else in the strip. I like that, listeners. If you're not looking at this Garfield in color, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say to you. But the wall is Garfield colored, or I mean, it's a slightly different shade of orange. But we very rarely get an orange countertop or wall because Garfield's orange, and I'm really appreciating having an orange wall in this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. Sorry, I'm just scrolling through the taglines list. Usually, only Garfield <laughs> gets to activity. be orange. Okay, so John's in the chair, and he's he's got his hand up to his mouth as if he's stage whispering or shouting. He's mm. shouting, I think, because his mouth is wide open. Yeah, he's saying stage shouting. Yeah, he's stage shouting. He's shouting, "You can't hide from me forever, Garfield." 
I'm going to find you and take you to the vet. He's got a determined expression on his face. He's not working he, very hard at it. Yeah, like yeah. he's sitting down in an easy chair. <laughs> this is the least This is a very threat. odd setup for this. It's it's like it's it's just so that the joke will work. Yeah. yeah this, he should be searching around. Yeah, that's weird. Maybe that's he's weird. just he's like sitting in the chair and like looking around the room. I he guess. doesn't want Garfield to like sneak up behind him, I guess, as he's turning yeah. around. I, I don't know. Panel two, good good mention there. He is looking behind himself and he's indicating John oh, yeah. is indicating himself with his thumb, you know, when you're like this guy over here. And he says, You may be sneaky, but I'm sneakier. The implication being that searching for someone is a sneaky activity, which it's not. <laughs> He should say, you may be sneaky, but I'm very good at finding hidden cats. I, I, I yeah. think I'm it, it makes more... sense yeah. be, because he's saying he 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 knows where he would hide. Oh. You he have should to know say, like, enemy. my perception out, uh, <laughs> outweighs your sneakiness or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that's, listeners, that's, you know, that's, if you, if you, that's not better. It's well known for to li- listeners who are pl- who who um, have started playing the um, our Garfield role playing game that oh, yeah. yeah Garfield's sneakiness score is actually superior to John Arbuckle's. <laughs> yeah, um, John John has a very high perception stat. Perception though. stat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's high, but I mean yeah. Garfield's sneakiness is very. What what did I, I just believe uh, I believe perception is a, uh, a a substat of arcane in in the Garfield uh, TTRPG. Garfield has a lot of arcane powers. We both agree mm-hmm. that Garfield mm-hmm. has many arcane powers. I have neglected to look at the RPG. Um, Which episode well, was that linked in? <laughs> I'm not sure I it mean, was linked in any episode. Yeah, probably. I don't got think mentioned. We we mentioned um. it and and claimed it. Also, the things we're saying now are just made up bullshit. Oh yeah, well I figured that. Um, I have a Google uh, like uh, search bar like in my browser, and it like keeps whatever search was in there from the last time you were using it. And the sure. search in there right now is Garfield plus butthole. <laughs> <laughs> That's an evergreen search, John. Yeah. I like think that we should were, just be your homepage. We, we were we were we were looking for like a Garfield minus Garfield style reworking of Garfield, but like oh, with buttholes yeah. drawn in. I remember you mentioning that in an episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the last thing you've searched. Oh God, it's the last thing I searched from the Google uh, extension. Search Didn't bar. search Branagh Fairways, huh? Okay, well, no, I, that, I'm glad you asked because that's the uh, that's that's, that's the, the page one. I'm actually on right now. So in panel three. John Arbuckle is saying "sneaky" in quotes is my middle name. We, we kind of zoomed has, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. The camera's panned, pulled back. Mm-hmm. Got a really nice view of the side table with a, a little pink vase with a flower in it, like a daisy. Great, the, great shot of the skirting. And then what's that today's thing gag against the wall with the floor? At the bottom of the wall, skirting. Oh, I, I call it the skirting. Oh, that's what skirting is. You could also call it a baseboard. Uh, yeah, right. you can call it yeah. baseboard. Mm. Yeah, I, it may not be um, skirting. May not be the standard name in this country, 
my wife was in the buildings trades uh, oh. decades ago in Australia, and so I know trim it is the uh, like the top level trim. name for it. I think right because if it's mm. a, if it's on the floor, it's a baseboard, and if it's up on top, it's something else. It's the architrave, <laughs> the decolletage. The I don't know. Yeah, it's the cleavage. It's the house cleavage. Check out the rack on John Arbuckle's Get a load of the architrave on that No, seriously, look at the feet of that table. Uh-huh. It's nice. I like those feet. There's like, I don't know what you call that style. Listeners, you want to check out this table. It's a pretty standard looking, like, I don't know what type of table you'd call it. Side table? It's one of those side tables side with like table. maybe, maybe three feet. Did you mention the four? vase with the flower in it? I did. Yeah, I think it yeah, has I think it looks four. Nice. Just, I, it's implied to me that it has four, just because the we have one pointed directly at us, and then two that are apparently in opposition to each other. Mm. Uh, at I, a 90 I was degree. reading those as as a little further back at an angle, but I'm not looking closely and don't intend to. Oh. So it's it's, possible. Possible, it's probably probable you're right. It's a nice looking single singular flower in a vase. Speaking that he has of, for some reason, yeah. Speaking of the feet on items of furniture, does anyone want to reveal the hilarious uh, visual <laughs> gag in today's episode? Uh, we can see underneath the armchair that it's also a feet chair. There's orange feet <laughs> sticking out of the <coughs> sticking out of the bottom. Excuse me. Kind of walking along, we can, we know they're walking along because we can see motion lines. Behind the chair, mm-hmm. um, John's in pretty much the same pose he was in the last panel, uh, and so he is looking behind him, but somehow can't tell that the chair is moving along. As, yeah, as he sits yeah. in it. That, I, I'm glad you noticed that. That that seems odd to me. Well, I think it's just that part of the joke is that he's so stupid. <laughs> he has he he can't tell that the wall is getting further away. Yeah. It is nonsensical. Yeah, um, he may have a high like perception stat as far as uh, like awareness, but but his his depth perception apparently yeah. is, is is high off. high cat perception stat, low depth perception. Stat. I mean, there's definitely yeah, multiple perception, perception like stats in the Garfield RPG, listeners. <laughs> If you're working on the second edition of um, Garfield the Garfield RPG, which is called What Happens in Muncie, um, <laughs> stays you're gonna in Muncie. No relation yeah. to the TV show. No, no, it's a there's a bitter legal Can't dispute. Have to talk to my lord. Between, yeah. Well, fortunately, they're both owned owned by Brana Fairways. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, this um, is kind of a nonsensical punchline, but I I, I it's enjoy almost the as if it's a visual cartoon. gag. Yeah. You can almost hear Garfield's little, you know, tippy toe noises. That's fun. We, we each had different ones. Anyway, um, now is the time in the podcast when I ask you all a serious question. I'll start with Jonathan. John, in the past week, have you watched the movie RoboCop? Have you now? Are you now, or have you ever watched the movie RoboCop? <laughs> I have in my hand here a list of <laughs> people of, who have of, watched the movie. Who have watched the movie RoboCop? Uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I, I was asked that question earlier this week, though. Um, oh, yeah, it Wait, came up in casual what? conversation. Really? <laughs> yes. 
Wait, people, people love talking... this question outside yeah. of the podcast. I forget yeah, what the this, context this, was. This segment has generated a lot of buzz <laughs> in the media. Everyone's asking their their uh, their friends and family now. Have you seen the movie RoboCop? I think we mm. were having a discussion of Paul Verhoeven. Yep, mm. that'll happen. Who I think yeah. is the director of RoboCop. If I'm not, then have you it seen any of his movies? Follow up. I've seen Starship Troopers. Oh. Um, I've heard Starship Troopers described, <laughs> so I feel like that really makes me an effort on the films of. Was Paul it Verhoeven. described to you throughout the course of ninety weeks? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Listeners, if you want to start sending us in a minute-by-minute description of the movie Starship well, Troopers. Star- I mean, well, you haven't seen it. But John's seen Starship. John has seen I've Starship seen Troopers. I've seen it. Yeah. That's a good point. Anyway, it's time for the I'm mailbag. I'm doing my part. I Got have a, seen RoboCop, by the way. An email here from friend of the show. Me. Yeah, you didn't ask Ryan. <laughs> friend of the show, Fred DeWeese writes in. Uh, he, Fred wrote wrote into wellness check at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> Subject line, hey, I hope you're feeling better. Wow. When the re- when when the effect your podcast has on people is that they write in to check that you're okay and still alive. It's a real success. Fred writes, you guys both sounded like crap last week, and I really hope you're both feeling okay now. You are doing Garf's work. Jonathan, are you feeling better? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling better, but not good. I'll get there. I feel the same. Uh, We also got an an email here from friend of the show, Lisa Dupe. Ryan, you're you're as a guest on the program. I'm not sure if you've um, you've heard uh, Lisa Dupe is as a listener of this program. Who we've she's been on the pro show before. She I don't know. She sounds familiar. I think I think I met her in the 1000th episode. Yeah, she yeah. sometimes pretends to be King Kong. That's what oh the, yeah yeah he probably okay. got yeah okay. See the, uh, the joke there is that I host. A podcast with Lisa Dupe. That's the joke. I appreciate <laughs> you explaining know. the... Every, I think everyone knows. I think think we can take it as read that your podcast, being Mr. Dupe, Mr. Loop, being Mr. Dupe. being Mr. Boop, which you host being with Lisa, Lisa Dupe. Dupe. Is that what the email is about? Is being Lisa uh, Dupe. Act, actually, it is. Lisa <laughs> writes, last Wednesday, Wednesday, you guys posed the deep philosophical question... What's it like to be Lisa Dupe? I do not remember asking this, but it's a she thing I've certainly wondered. She told me she was going to email about this. Wondered many times. Lisa writes, From someone with intense experience being Lisa Dupe in all forms, the answer is that it's great. Sincerely, that. <laughs> and that's all the emails we have this week. All right. Thank you all for writing in, and have a wonderful day. Are we not doing the RoboCop minute? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> All right. We Come on, Chris. We have a chance to have it done live. <laughs> have it done live on air. Yeah, um, I, could, I could read it out I, okay. if you want. Yeah, no, I think, I think you know, you're well, the you, one you who wrote cue, this. Cue it up. Cue it up. Okay. All right. Listeners, here's, um, we got an email from listener Ryan Pfeiffer, who writes, uh, this is in, sent into RoboCop Summary Challenge 9920, subject line RoboCop Corner, week 12-ish. Ryan writes, hello, being Jim Davis hosts. I did have a bit of preamble I was going to mention before the summary this week, but I can't remember most of it. And I figure (laughs) what I can mention, what I can mention, I'll just say right now. 
So, okay, with that out of the way, here's minute 12. <laughs> here's the preamble. Um, okay, uh, here's the preamble. <laughs> I, 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 I've figured out... So you, you, you guys have been looking for an out for this segment, it seems. But you've also told me to not stop... These you have to no have to. What. It has to continue. I figure RoboCup's probably almost over. I think the 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 cop it's, it's, showed it's getting, up. It's getting there in the last That's minute. That's actually the not RoboCop. RoboCop. This is the other thing I was going to mention. Is I it's thought a definitely I would, a robotic cop. Is RoboCop a movie want, or kind of like been wanting a, preambles like describe like just a little bit of like previously I, on RoboCop? I know that RoboCop is named Murphy. Ed two hundred nine is not RoboCop. But it's a robotic cop. It is. It is I think that's kind of the joke. See, I feel like you're gatekeeping. Robocop. I feel like you're robotic gatekeeping. Cop. I think they want you to think it's the RoboCop because it's a robotic cop, but it's but it's not. Uh, it's a red herring. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've seen it, but I don't remember. But anyway. Uh, yeah, listeners, no spoilers. I've, I figured out a, a, a compromise or an out for you guys see because you've had people on the on the show describe the movie <laughs> I see I see Chris checking the time well, I just got I just got an email I'm just checking my email oh is it is it another RoboCop summary it's probably more RoboCop um you mentioned someone who was I think someone else mentioned someone who's like a really big fan of the movie RoboCop if you can get that person on to describe the entire movie to you in great detail I think my work here is done. If you mm. if 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 that happens, but if not, I'll just keep sending these emails because that seems to be the obligation. Jonathan, I don't know about you. It sounds like Ryan Pfeiffer's trying to get out of this. Sounds like he's tired of. <laughs> I mean, summarizing. I, the I movie could do Robocop. this to the very end, but I but but I'm I don't I don't want to overstay my welcome. <laughs> um, um, I. I, I, I'm I'm not going to tell anybody else they shouldn't quit doing a thing that uh, seem, seem, seems like it once was funny and and has now become rote. Uh, mm, yeah. Um, I, I I will also start email I, emailing in like previously. I'll I'll do like if a little remember, like two sentences previously on. Here's a little bit of context for this bit of the movie. No, look, I think okay. I'm going to set you up here for listeners. Previously on RoboCop, mm-hmm. it's happening in Detroit. And yes. there's some people with names like Bob and Kenny and Dugan mm-hmm. and whatever, and they're in a company. And then, but there's Dugan. also some police. And the company, they're like, "Whoa, Detroit sucks. We need a RoboCop." And the other guy's like, "Why don't we get Murphy?" And then the first guy's like, "No, I've got this robot over here. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, shoot at it with a we gun." And Kenny, pull, actually, Kenny pulls out his actually, gun. Yeah. I don't even. And they're like, anything, good, yeah. that's, "They're like, what's going to happen? The RoboCop and mm-hmm. and Kenny are are who knows what'll happen?" Yeah, that would. That's and exactly one of the guys what... has glasses. <laughs> yeah, I keep. I mean, I could look up his name, but I don't. They haven't said it in the movie, so I don't know. So his I'm name's Glasses it. Guy. I think they say it in the in the subtitles, but right. Um. Anyway. Uh. Okay. Here's minute twelve of RoboCop. With now that you have the context, um, Dick suggests to Kenny that he should do what the robot says. Kenny complies and drops the gun to the floor. The machine then steps forward with one of the, its giant limbs as it plays the sound of a lion roaring. It readies its That's turrets. Fun. It readies its turrets and informs I didn't, Kenny. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect the lion <laughs> roaring. That's a lot of fun. I didn't either. He now has 15 seconds to comply. Kenny and Dick look confused, and the scientists behind the control panel quickly begin to panic, struggling to power down the machine. Kenny's eyes go wide, and he backs up. <laughs> 
Ed209 tells him he is in direct violation of Penal Code 113, Section 9. People start screaming and getting up from the table. Kenny is told he has five seconds to comply. He desperately darts around the room trying to avoid the machine's wrath, but the turrets follow anywhere he goes. He screams for help, bumping into other board members who push him aside. As Kenny is knocked towards a window, Ed209 informs him that he is now authorized to use physical force. He opens fire, sending a barrage of bullets towards Kenny, who falls back onto the model of Delta City. People scream and hide oh, no. behind chairs, and a woman holds onto Bob, looking away. The ma- it's a, a little-known fact, the um, Penal Code uh, 113, <laughs> Section 9, that Kinney was in violation of is a regulation about using your home office and what, what you can write off for taxes and what you can't. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the gun. That's that's Honestly, I wonder if it had nothing to do with the gun, and that's why it was still, well... It's a home office, yeah. They've been very strict about writing off your home office these days. It has to be, like, a totally separate room that you only use for office purposes. And so Kenny was kind of trying to, like, he's like, well, I work from home some of the time. I'll just just write off the cost of this desk as a home office. Not going to fly. Robocop is going to fuck you up if you try that. I just googled Penal Code 113, Section 9, and the result was assaults with maritime and territorial jurisdiction yeah if, you, if your home office either. is maritime that's gonna um a uh, woman holds on to Bob looking away finally um no the machine gun fire continues riddling Kin- Kinney's body with bloody bullet wounds as he lies atop the crushed model was it Robocop or was it the Riddler <laughs> it was I, yeah. Listen, I'm starting to think this robotic cop is a bad idea <laughs> Finally, the man in the suit behind the panel manages to pull apart the right wires, powering down Ed 209. The man sitting at the head of the table looks down solemnly, hiding his head in his hands. Everyone looks around in disbelief. Someone breaks the silence by yelling to call a paramedic. Okay, anyway, I gotta go record a podcast, so that's it for this email. Goodbye, I didn't (laughs) proofread this one. Ryan. Thanks for the email, Ryan. Uh, I don't, yeah, Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Keep it up, Ryan. I say <laughs> keep, keep it, it up. up. We're going to get all the way through the movie RoboCop, which is probably 20, 25 minutes long. Let me, let me do the math here. Yeah, I mean, it's like a RoboCop 78 animated minutes left. Sitcom, right? I feel like we've, we just experienced the, the climactic battle between RoboCop and his nemesis, Kenny. It is at uh, the, the very least the first interesting minute. They just gotta, they just gotta, um, you know, they just gotta wrap it up now. Mm. Robocop is reunited with his love interest, Glasses Man. <laughs> <laughs> thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. Oh yeah, no, thank you and good night. Sometimes the endings creep up on you. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows